previously on The Adamless. Azan, he? Ike. She. Uh, my name is Theoriac. What's up? My name's Sky. Welcome to the patchwork, my dudes. You have a lead on where the next crystal is. The planet Nos in the Vanir system. Pulled back into your chairs as the Atomless Sea out in front of you breaks into a multicolored wormhole. Scrap says that you have six hours of travel left. A light goes off in the pilot's area. I think we're about to hit something big, so we gotta get out the drift, so if everyone could sit down just really fast. Each of the shields breaks. Everyone put on your Austrian masks right now! Right now! It's just about to breach the ship! Everyone who's in the main part of the ship sees this huge claw burst through the back of the ship. I'm going to try something. Uh, be prepared to go very fast. Retool something extremely quickly. Shove this thing into the nearest USB port and just pray. The engines burst and then the ship flies off. Nine planets that you can see stretching on a planet in front of you. Almost entirely desert. Huge cavernous holes you can see burrowed deep within it, almost like the planet itself is trying to break apart. The patchwork unable to slow. The, the patchwork almost completely destroyed, bursting into splinters as you all fall onto a in, into a seemingly infinite dust-ridden desert. You have arrived at the planet Nos. The Veneer sun paints a dust bowl town in the green light that its residents know as home. Wind blowing in from the vast deserts carry sand through the town like weary travellers, the only friendly company this town sees. A tumbleweed gets picked up and carried over the sand-logged rooftops through a holographic sign that almost crumbles from its constant watch. Welcome to Neutrino Downs, the sign says, its neon buzzing only matched by the humming of the weak and nearly exposed electricity cables that cross from building to building. A dusty knoll covers his hyena face from the sand as he leads a large wagon full of trinium ore out of the mine, hidden behind a large sand dune. As the knoll struggles up the makeshift path home, they hear a creature approaching. They look as they see a gripply, a toad humanoid, ride up alongside them on a large lizard that they're using like a horse. The gripply gets off. Well, what are you doing all the way out here? Ah, I don't, I don't want any trouble. Trouble? I ain't here for trouble. Your hull looks mighty heavy is all. Can't carry all that back by yourself. Be a waste to drop dead before you get back to Neutrino Downs. Why not share the load? This, 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 this is my hull. You, you get your own. I wasn't asking. The Gripply pulls back their poncho to show a laser hand cannon. I'm just being friendly. The sand uncomfortably shifts in the silence before the knoll sighs and begins unpacking his labor for the day. 
Then the sand shifts again, differently this time. A snort of a steed alerts the two to a new player in this interaction. You see this thorned lizard the size of a horse standing on top of this dune and sitting on top of it is a soki that looks like a, a jerboa or a kangaroo rat. They are long legs like wrapped around the 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 body of this of this large thorned lizard hats sitting on top of their head their little mouse ears poking out from under the sides of it tipped over you don't see his eye just see his snout sticking out and this poncho is draped over his body completely you know back where i'm from that's not a kind of a friendly greeting i like to see and he like gives the lizard a little bit of a kick and it starts like walking towards these two. Well, hello there, Sheriff. But this is barren business. There's no need to get involved. Well, I hate to say this, but barren business automatically becomes my business. So what I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to need you to drop what you're doing, turn around and let this poor gentleman go back to the work that he was doing. The silence is only met by the winds that have picked up slightly as if they want to watch this interaction. This gripply stares you down. And then their right arm shifts to their side. Can you make a reflex check? Uh, That is a uh, 29. The gripply's hand shifts to behind their poncho pulling out their small lasered hand cannon. They fire, but they are not quick enough as you shoot first. It's, you don't even see the movement. All you hear is a bang. This bullet just hit this right in the hand to knock the gun out of their, out of their grip. The gun out of their hand. They turn immediately knowing that they've lost this fight. Their lizard shifts backwards and gets ready to ride. They grab onto the, uh, onto the side of their lizard. The Baron will hear about this, Sheriff. We'll be back. We always are. I know exactly at 2 p.m., 5 p.m., and 11 a.m. <clears throat> the the gripply on the lizard <laughs> falls away. The knoll, who you know as Yelp, this brown matted fur, and they have these, these white stripes on their face. They're a little older. They almost the only person who who goes in and out of this mine picking up the picking up the ore that is inside oh, uh, thank you again poncho uh, i wish you didn't have to keep coming out here and saving me but i appreciate it oh well let me tell you something Yelp. as long as you go back and forth from the mine you give me a reason to come out here and patrol these areas you given the you you provide this town with the lifeblood it needs I'd be not much of a sheriff if I wasn't helping you out. <laughs> I, I do appreciate it. They haul their cargo back onto their wagon, and as both you make it back toward Neutrino Downs, the town only being about 15 to 25 people who live there at any one time is about as, as lively as it can be. There's music coming out of the inn, as well as almost the only light that is currently up in the town is, is, is flowing out of it. You help Yelp 
unload their cargo and go inside the little shop that they they own. They come out with a a small a small cred stick and a, a glass of the beer that uh, is made in this town. For your trouble, thank you. He reaches out, takes the beer, puts a hand over the credits, and just pushes it back into Yelp's hand. Now, Yelp, you know your money's no good here. I, 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 I appreciate it. As they, as they walk back inside, you soak in the surrounding sound, the small music dimmed by the, by the fact that you're not inside. When you hear one noise that is unusual for this town. You've been here for quite a few years now and you've never heard anything like this before. You look up to the sky just past the setting sun and you see what looks to be a meteor falling from space and crashing down huge plumes of smoke you look at and as you spot it it's falling miles and miles away from town but it's still its entry into the atmosphere was still loud enough for you to hear it and as you look you realize it's not a meteor but a ship it falls past the horizon and the door behind you opens again. Pancho, do you want a want a drink? I know you said my creds are no good, but come on. Yup, I'm sorry, but uh, I'm still on the clock. If you don't mind, just get another mug ready for me in a couple of hours. I have to go check out something out in the in the bluffs. I'll be back in a bit. This time of day, it's uh, you won't be back till way be- way after nightfall. I get the feeling that whatever is out there needs someone to look out for him. Call it a gut intuition, but, uh... They're gonna need some help. And he heads over to the lizard. What do you say, Thistlebrush? You wanna go for a little bit of a nighttime run? <laughs> Pets the lizard on the head, and he hops on. Yep, I'll be back in a couple of hours. Keep mind the shop while I'm gone. It takes around two hours before you're even cresting the point where you can still see the smoke billowing. But as you do, there is another thing, almost like a beacon, that is calling to you. A huge bolt of this almost purple light with these multicolored streaks and it shoots up from the crash site up up into the sky lighting up almost the entire area and then after a small only two three seconds of pulsing it dies back down again your official brush stops in their tracks looking at the the beacon and then gives turns their head slightly but even though they can't fully rotate their full head you know that they're looking toward you for some form of instruction hops off thistlebrush looks out looks back at thistlebrush 
All right, you wait right here, all right? I'll be right back. And he looks out towards where that, that beacon is, pulls like a bandana up over his face to protect him from the sands wind and blowing winds, and heads off in that direction. And because he's a kangaroo mouse, he doesn't walk. He does that little hop thing that kangaroo mouse, <laughs> that kangaroo mouse do. So he just hop, hop, Beautiful. hop, hops in that direction. As you approach, you see other streaks of light. These two almost like leaving these blade patterns, these green blade patterns in the air. You spot that someone is using these almost like roller skates, but instead of wheels, they are they are blades that are leaving almost like a a light pattern streak that they're able to almost fly with these. Sky, would you like to describe yourself? Uh, You see a girl, no older than maybe like 17, bright blue hair, uh, pink crop top, gray baggy jeans, little band-aid over her nose, goggles on her head, and her clothes are like ripped up. She's probably got bruises all over her. She looks beat to shit. At the other end of, of this plume of smoke, this almost camp, there is this walking fire. Azam, would you like to describe yourself? Yeah, Azam is a very tall Ifrit man. Um, if you've never seen the Ifrit before, they look kind of like humans, but large. in his case, larger and bulkier. His brown skin is accentuated with blackish coal-like crust over certain parts of extremities, leading up to gigantic horns, two sets one big set and one smaller set peeking out over his pointed ears. Underneath all of that coal, though, there is this bright sort of glint of, well, fire. Or at least it seems like it. Underneath his skin, his coal-like crust, and even under his horns as well. His eyes somewhat glow. Uh, He's dressed in you know, spacefarer wear uh, with a sort of cropped vest uh, of a quilted material, a white shirt with an orange and red sort of uh, neckerchief, and uh, nice slacks that tuck down into tall padded boots. His arms are bare, though, because he pushes his sleeves up. Poncho, you have gotten to extremely close to the crash site. You can tell that the ship that flew out of the air has been torn almost completely to pieces. But what's weird is every piece you come across seems to be from something different. Like three or four ships all clashed together in the sky and then fell to Nos. Uh, hey there. Uh, y'all okay over there? Saw your beacon and, uh, figured maybe someone needs some help. Can I do a vibe check on this Yoshki? Yoshki? Yoshki, yeah. Yoshki. Yeah. Is that a sense motive or can I, can I just check the vibe? 
Um, I think of I think sense I just motive want to know is a vibe check. Yeah, sense motive is a vibe check. Uh, Wally, you can set the DC for this. Anything, okay. any, anything you want, and you can give any response to whatever. Of course, okay. I would also like to do this check if possible. Absolutely, same 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 rules apply. Would Thanks. a thirty-seven pass? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus no. Christ! <laughs> I set my I set the DC to forty. Um, no. Um, <laughs> You can tell it. Uh, they are. They. They. This is someone who honestly, genuinely, is looking out for you. Is like is concerned about you because they saw something that saw a sign of that people might be in trouble. And now that they saw this beacon, is kind of putting two and two together. These people may need my help. Uh, as Azam turns to face you, although you don't know his name yet, you see that uh, like coal black bristles form a very sleek shiny beard uh, and there is this brief moment because he's not going to hide it this brief moment of apprehension before the mask settles in and you can't tell what he's feeling anymore we could maybe what's your name friend uh, my name is Poncho I'm the sheriff of a town not too far from here two hours that way uh, Neutrino Downs uh, we got a inn if you need it. We got warm beds. We got food. Psst. Bunch of friendly faces. Azam. Mm. Can I do? Can I try and do the talking? Yeah, sure. You do definitely do see though. Now, now that you're close enough, and now that Azam's turned to you, that there is a big hole in his shirt, right underneath that vest, and there is a lot of like burnt crustiness to the edges. Um, do you look hurt, hurt? My stamina is great. My health is at six. So, yeah, I look very bad. I would like to make a medicine check. <laughs> Absolutely. To check, to check them all out. 22. What, what, is, what is your, your health, Ezra? Uh, my health is six out of 35. So Azam, th- th- this Efreet man does not look good. He looks like he's been severely injured, but you can... At this, you can tell that he's tough. That he's just putting up with the sheer amount of pain that he's in. Um, and you can also see that the some of the crust-like scales on his arm have clearly recently flaked off. Because the skin underneath them, or the skin that's now showing, is glossy and almost... It looks like fresh skin. I'm going to be honest with you. It looks like y'all been through it. Look. We, we really have. Oh my God! Thank you so much for showing up. We were so scared. You're our hero. I'm no we hero. We could really I'm just, use some help. I'm no hero. I'm just a concerned citizen. Now, what we're gonna do is this. Do you need some, uh, some first aid? I can help you out right now. We need a lot of things, Mister. First aid being one of them. All right. And I would like to do a read motive on... Uh... <laughs> Absolutely. At one, Please. 100%. Uh, Sky, this are, is you. Can you I, set DC. Can I, I also want to ask, are, are Eigen, Theriac, and Scrap and Company, are we all you, also here? You're, you're, the side you're like under the engines, so it's like... Because specifically, Azama Sky went off to like scout and look around. Um, they found Poncho in that and... So you okay? I just wanted to see if we witnessed what Sky just did. That's all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So I got a seventeen. 
Do no, I say you, you said it? Yeah, you did said you it. So. Did you want to succeed this check? Uh, it's up to you if I succeed. Uh, uh, 16. You said 17, right? Yeah, I said 17. Ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 16. Oh, God, you got me. You solved my puzzle. <laughs> so, yeah, he's doing sense motive on Sky. What does he uh, get from that? Uh, Sky wants you to feel like a hero. <laughs> okay. You can kind of, yeah, you can kind of tell this isn't, this is a, it's a bit. An act, yeah, an act a bit. So when the way you're like, because you're overacting it and just going hard with it, you can tell he is no selling it at all, but not in the way to be rude, not in a way that of like, like jerk kid, stop, stop blowing like, like wind up my ass, but more of a thing of like, this is something I've heard way too many times. This is something I've heard people say to me year after year, day after day, week after week. What you said to me is legitimately the equivalent of like saying, hey, it's really nice outside. So <laughs> to him, it's just like, he's just taking it and like, thank you very much, but uh, this is all part of what I do. And he hops back over to Thistlebrush, opens up the saddlebag and pulls out a first aid kit because he's a soaky, it's like, big in his hand so he hops 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 backs over to you guys and he puts down the first aid kit uh, in front of you and it's like if you want I could uh, patch you up just a little bit so we can you know maybe get you two on your feet and we can get you to the next town it's it's gonna be a two hour walk I want you at least to be well enough and strong enough that you guys can make it we have some friends far more injured than us back at camp we wouldn't be able to thank you enough so and the, the wind blows, and because this is like a desert at night, it is like cold, cold. Poncho, you're a little, you're a, you're like a little more like used to it. You could make it back like reasonably, and you know how everyone else could make it back. I'm just informing you that it's like it's a cup, it's a couple in the minus at the minute in terms of degrees. Uh, uh, I will say, as someone who has a feat toughness. I have enhanced physical resilience and harsh conditions and long exertions do not uh, easily tire me. That's true. You do have a very injured squad, though. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Yeah. We've got some friends who are in... I don't want to say worse shape. Are they worse than you? (sighs) Because... Depends upon your definition, honestly. I I think I got it the worst... But uh, a friend of mine also is missing half their body, so... Hmm. See? Where are we all down in the dumps? They can regrow. All right, okay. That's okay, you got someone who can regenerate from a from a very grievous injury. All right, that's one thing. That's probably someone that's going to need a good amount of bed rest. We got a big fellow like you. Got a big old wound right there in your chest. Let me guess something. Was that a blaster shot? No, uh... I, I literally point to the ship where there's a big old pipe just sticking out of the ground. It was mm. that. You're definitely built of sterner stuff. And he opens up the little kit and he starts setting out things like bandages, a little bottle that says uh, disinfectant. He pulls out a little cotton swab. He goes, dip, 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 dip. And he hops over to you. He's like, uh, if you don't mind, I... Go ahead. Skims it up. Uh, so where... Uh, you, well, two, uh, four of you from, if you don't mind me asking. He pulls out a little tiny of 
little patch like tapes it up, puts a band-aid over it, and has little band-aids have little smiley faces on it. There's <laughs> the sound of like sizzling every single time you put something to his <laughs> to his abdomen. We're from really far away. We're from the Aesir solar system. You're definitely far you're definitely you're definitely far away from here. You're in a whole new area, that's for certain. And he puts he takes the bandages off and he pulls out a little tiny blue bottle that's that's blue and it's and you see a, like an Ifrit face on it that's giving a wink that says, Good for Ifrit. And he sprays it on the he sprays it on your wound and he's able to place the bandage and you don't hear the sizzling noise. It sounds like he just had a little bottle of first aid medication just for Ifrit so the bandages don't melt away on their body. And when you spray it on, you feel like this, almost like a, like a cooling sensation. Like, you know, when you put icy highs, like, ooh, hot, hot, hot. Icy, ah, uh, relaxing. Oh, damn, you're certainly prepared. Do oh, you get a you lot know, of the freight around here? Uh, get, I've had my experience of uh, doing field medics, medicine in the past. Also, it's not just good for free. We're not the only people who uh, run warm. Oh, no, no, yeah, you're definitely, it's not just good for it. It's just that. I don't know this company likes to use Efreets as the mascot. I think his name is uh, is Eddie, Eddie Efreet. There was a whole it was a whole campaign they did here on the they did here on Planet Side. It was like Eddie Efreet says always bundle up when you go out in the desert. Eddie Efreet says don't hold a metal rod when it's thunderstorming when it past seven p.m. That kind of stuff, you know, little kind of uh, friendly public service announcements. I'm a mascot. Great. <laughs> oh, I'm not calling you a mascot. It's just uh, uh, we got a very uh, we got an eccentric, we got an eccentric journalism crew here. He puts a bandage on you and wraps it up. All right, there we go. That should uh, that should hold you over until we get to back to town. Uh, do you other two friends? Well, not the one that's regrowing. What about your other friend? Do they need some help? We'll see for yourself. Oh, um, all right. Uh, Sky, Sky does um lead you in, Poncho. The hop, hop, hop. this almost looks like someone is assembling a ship to build, but it has all gone the wrong way. the The wing is like stuck upside down in the sand dunes. There is, you walk past the pilot's chair, which it seems like almost like a robotic arm is like loosely hanging. Uh, out of the of the pilot's window, there's like a, a scanner which you can see is uh, is like pinpointing the center of Numors, which is the city on planet Nos. There is a lab that's that completely trashed and, and again turned like completely wrong side up. You make your way over to a huge engine. You can feel the heat of it as you get close. It's clearly like just been used and, and you see a group huddled underneath. You find out where that arm has come from as you see a, another Yoski matted like a just like a brown rat with their right arm missing. They are sleeping on a large white wolf person who is who has a, a, a duster jacket which is covering both of them that they've taken off and are currently using as a blanket. And next to... Uh, uh, the pair of them is a teenager about Sky's age, you can imagine, um, possibly like one or two years older, who has a huge tourniquet around their leg. Clearly, they got really badly injured. But next to 
uh, all of these. You see, another Yoski. Aig, would you like to describe yourself? Aig is a, a, a little rat lady. Uh, she's got white fur, except for one little patch of black fur over one eye. Um, and uh, she's wearing like what is normally like skin tight pink uh, uh, armor uh, that's got some shreds in it uh, and she's got a maroon cloak that has also seen better days. She looks mostly okay uh, right now. It looks like a lot of her injuries have healed. You can see like where they were in her clothes, but she doesn't seem to actively be uh, bleeding or anything like that as at nearly as much as her um, as her companions. Um, and she is uh, kind of kind of just looking a little f- a little forlorn a little bit. Would Ike be next to Theria? I believe I, Andre. That are you? Do you need like do you need tending? Because I feel like that would be what Ike is doing. If you're, if that is the case. Yes, I believe that is what we said last the session. Is yes. The tending. Um, yes. And this this Yoski, it seems to be tending to a bright like neon pink hoverboard which is currently hovering about a foot off the ground <laughs> and on this hoverboard Theriac would you like to describe yourself? On top of the pink hoverboard there is like a almost black like egg carton like being used to uh, like 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 potting container that has soil in it, which itself has on top of that a beaten up, slightly like cut, peeled garlic pulp with a face. They have um, like two eyes and a little mouth. Over their right eye is a green like scouter looking smart glass. They have a long stem and like fronds that are like pinkish purple magenta but those are also quite beaten and like much sparser um, than usual they seem to be very much like half awake at most right now as well as uh, from underneath the bowl you see strands of root some of which are embedded into the soil and some of which are like hanging out off of the like cart Sky is on Poncho. You arrive into the camp and you see all of this in front of you. He like lifts his hat up above above his head, like rubs his forehead, like he's just taking this all in. Wow. Alright, um anyone here know first aid also? I was taught yesterday. Of friends we brought somebody here that seems to be happy to help. Sheriff, right? What's your yeah, name again? Uh, my name is Sheriff. Uh, my name is Poncho. Uh, I'm the sheriff of these areas. I'm the sheriff of Neutrino Downs. Uh, I saw your crash from my, from back from my, from my town. We saw you crash. I saw your beacon, so I rode out here to help you out. 
Um, I only have my horse, my, my, my horse, my steed out there. That's all I got back for transportation. It's going to get mighty cold in about a couple of hours. It's going to about hit, probably hit negative temperatures. So unless you can handle it, it's going to get rough. I can keep this nice and warm for the evening. I tap the side of the engine. All right, big fella. If you can keep yourselves warm, but uh, I'll see what I can do. Maybe bring you back some provisions, some blankets, whatever you may need. You're from this planet. What would you suggest is best? Honestly, it'll suggest that I get you back to my town. I mean, well, I thought it was only four of you, but since it's so many of you, I don't know if I can bring you all back with me in, in the least amount, same amount of time it took me to get out here. Well, I, I, I think if it's possible, are there places we can stay? Are there things we can buy? There's an inn. Scrap. Our new yelling scrap. Uh, the one-armed, matted brown rat kind of... <laughs> what? What? Scrub, main body of uh, the patchwork. We could, with a little bit of rigging and maybe some treads for the sand, we could turn it into a mobile caravan, couldn't we? Uh, yeah, no. Um, myself and Keelan are kind of already. Hello, who is our new friend? This is sheriff. the sheriff. Yes, I'm. I'm Sheriff Poncho. I'm the sheriff of Neutrino Downs, not too far from here. Scrap our pilot. Captain, actually. Nice to meet you, Scrap. Suppose I haven't introduced all of us. I'm Azam. <coughs> that over there is Sky. The uh, pot plant is Furiac. And our friend here is Ike. Keelan. Flair. Sheriff points to the Points to the, the white wolf is Keelan and the, the other teenager is Flair. Oh, nice to meet all of you. I, well, if there's, like, supplies and things that we need, maybe some of us can go with you. And maybe then, Azam, it won't be as hard to keep things warm. You won't have to um, warm so many at the same time. Maybe go back with the weakest now, get them in and in. Could do. Um, Azam, to your point, uh, me and Keelan have been trying to, like, grab the main hull. He points over to a thing that he started working on earlier, which is he flattened all of the, uh, like, a bunch of sand out, and then made some markings, and has, like, started building almost like he has not ready at all yet, but almost a rig for, like, a wagon to pull the uh, the main hull of, like, a, like, almost just the rec room onto these wheels and uh, to use it as some sort of wagon. I can get that if we if we hustle and we all do it together we can get to this uh, nutri- this town. Uh, neutrino Downs. Neutrino Downs. I feel like we might need a couple more supplies just to keep it afloat. I don't want it to get damaged before we can even get there. Need some steeds to drag it. Yeah, it might it might be best that we take two trips if one for provisions and steeds, and one as a group. Well, I mean, I'm I'm happy to uh, haul this around. I don't think I don't think a flare is in any position to to be walking anywhere. Um, uh, quick question though, uh, Poncho, was it? All right. What's the town like? We're not going to end up walking into some kind of. Uh, 
cannibal camp or something. We're not going to be used as easy no, sacrifice. We can, we can trust him. He's got a good heart. Right, we're just a simple, sleepy town that's just doing our best to make it from one day to the next. Well, that that sounds nice, actually. Rod said's motive, and I got a critical success. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really nice. Is it? Is it? Um, are the people all right there? Oh, the people there are the nicest people you can meet. Well, that's much better than where we came from, so maybe this is a blessing a little bit. Uh, so we got we got warm beds, plenty of food, and the best home-brewed beer you could ever come across on this side of the galaxy. Why don't we all go back together now and then come back with steeds maybe in the morning? I don't think Fleur can move much and Keelan won't want to leave him. Uh, Scrap, do you think you can make make it with just you free here? And four yeah. of us can. I was yeah. gonna say, one of you four go with Poncho, and I will get working on making sure that when you guys come back, there is at least something that we could sit in and hold. Keenan will look after Flair. Flair can help me with me- uh, mechanics of buildings when he wakes up. Okay. Sky, you want to grab Guy? Uh, here, Flair, take your roller skates back. Uh, yep. Okay, sure. Thank you. Thanks for letting me borrow him. Flair is in this, like, hazy sleep, but then as as soon as you say thanks, he, like, wakes up immediately and then whips his head around to you. Like, what is wrong with you? What is happening? <laughs> you shitting them? Why are you being so nice? Are we in earshot of the sheriff? No, you're within eye shot, but not necessarily within earshot. I do have a touch of the vapors. I'm awfully weak from the fact that our ship crashed. Is that a yes? Did you shit in my fucking... <laughs> are you fucking kidding me, Sky? Wait, are you literally asking me if I shat in something? Are you literally denying that you did not do that? Go back to bed. You've given me a lot to think about, Flair. <laughs> Settles back in and then is you can, like... Even though he, like, leans down, like, lays down to, like, go back to sleep, you can hear him, like, undoing the uh, straps and, like, looking inside, <laughs> unsure, as you walk away. All right. Uh, is uh, your, your friend going to also be okay, Nemos? Is it there, yeah? Oh, uh, uh, will Theriac come with us? Uh, Theriac just, like, looks towards Poncho and like very like hazily like lifts one of the roots and it's like alright are you an Alakataga or a Dipodomus or okay that's, that's enough Furyak just go back get some rest they're I, speaking uh, in tongues <laughs> I I pull out uh, my scarf which now that I'm pulling it out you can see there is a bird mark on it because I used it to wrap up my wound, uh, but it's super long, and so I'm tying it around the pot, and I put Theory X pot on, like a backpack. Yes, like a Bjorn. Like yeah. a like a yeah. like a caboose. <laughs> like We're gonna get to know each other real well. <laughs> Does Pancho this mean looks... I get my board back? 
I figured you're gonna need it if we're gonna all get very fast enough. Oh, fantastic! Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, my name is uh, uh, Sheriff Poncho, Sheriff of Neutrino Downs. Uh, nice to meet you, uh, sir. Um, uh, I'll dip a die if, if if that's what you're you were asking earlier. Dip, dip, dip a die. Yeah, some dip, dip a die if that's what you're curious about earlier. I heard you mumbling Fury. it. I whisper, uh, like a lean in, and I whisper, Fury, I prefer doctor, not sir or ma'am or any oh, other on oh, oh, Arfic. Uh, sorry for misgendering you earlier, uh, Doctor Doctor Theriac. I am a Dipodia. Uh We we my my uh, my evolutionary trait has caused my back legs to evolve into a backwards bending knee that allows me to spring and hop throughout the desert planet to the desert dunes, and also keeps my toesies uh, nice and uh, safe as I walk through the sand. That seems that seems very convenient. Oh, it is very convenient, but you know, downside is my my poor little legs is kind of brittle, so I try not to do too much uh, physical labor. Oh, of course. Well, thank you for guiding us back, um, and for opening up your town to us. Uh, we are very outside our scope, and also our ship being broken is quite distressing. To be frank, I don't know if we can even call it a ship anymore. Well, that's quite upsetting. We can can call it a ship to begin with. (laughs) Well, it flew. It it worked. I mean, technically it flew. I'm going to take off my backpack. I'm going to take off my backpack and look inside and say, how do you feel about raccoons? Looks at the bag at the raccoon. Is the raccoon in there? Wait, you don't need to that. <laughs> How do you feel uh, about raccoons? And then you can see what's in the bag. Well, I feel okay Depending with on the raccoons. Answer. I mean, it's. it's okay, a raccoon, yeah, there's a raccoon bag. A... I'm oh. just a little guy. You look at this raccoon, it just looks like a normal raccoon, but then it speaks with language. I'm just a little guy. Well, hello there, uh, little guy. My name is Sheriff uh, Poncho. I'm the Sheriff Neutrino Downs. Nice to meet you. I'm just a little guy. And then, like, is, like, picking, like, gathering almost, like, mothballs and placing them, like, in in the bag. Just, like, kind of cleaning the bag as they're in it. Um, But doesn't seem to, like, even though it spoke to you, doesn't seem to register that you're speaking back is just kind of... uh, It does very much just seem like a wild animal, but can speak as it just keeps... I'm just a little guy. Like, once again, you see, like, you see Poncho just acting like, yeah, this is, this seems about right. Just accepting this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, excuse me, uh, what, what was your name again, uh, r- r- Raccoon, if you want to be called a raccoon? Oh, the name of my raccoon? Oh, yeah, the name of your raccoon. Oh, he just says I'm a little guy, so I call him Guy. Hmm. Uh, excuse me, uh, Guy, is that your name, or is that the name you want to be called, Guy? Yeah, I'm just a little guy. Okay, there I'll you refer go. you to. I'll, I'll refer to you as guy then. Yeah, we we're not we're not really sure. They can he can understand. It doesn't oh, necessarily uh, seem to be a mode of communication as much as his repeated vocalization. Hmm. I see. Well, last I know is that when someone sets their mind to be something, I feel like it's in our duty to respect that person's wishes if that's what they want to be. 
this little guy is saying took this form of a raccoon so obviously this little guy wants to be a raccoon I, despite whatever it could be up on before this moment in time when it was introduced to me as a raccoon i suppose it's just in the past but right now we have a little guy right here who looks like a raccoon so i'm gonna call him a raccoon oh no for this let's uh go on outside and get y'all back to town so we can get you nice and safe and get some food in your bellies and he heads over to thistlebrush all right oh thank you so much thistlebrush is this huge girdled lizard so it's this like horned horned spikes adorn a lot of them except for the top which has a small saddle that's uh that's attached to their back it is massive for human context it is horse size this huge huge lizard would you say this could fit like two people or just the one i think it definitely could fit two people definitely fit two people definitely could fit Um, two people all right oh they're so radical yeah, this is a uh, this is this is thistlebrush and thistlebrush now. Thistlebrush is friendly. Thistlebrush ain't you ain't you friendly thistlebrush? Yeah, you are thistlebrush. Is that two including including you, or is that two not including you? Uh this would be two. I think it would be two, including two max. yeah, two max people can fit yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go take a ride with uh, our friend the sheriff here, and I'll <clears throat> keep on going. All right. Do you think? Right, well, do you think I and Firiac would count as like one person, maybe? You can no, ride on the right. board, since you have the board. No, I know. I'm saying, could I hold Firiac's pot? Uh, I think Firiac's happy where we are, right? You've got a little, you've got a little papoose for them. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I will. I I could ride with our new friend. That's okay. Theriac could fit with anyone, though. So it is down to Andre yeah. who Theriac wants to go with. Theriac's not going to fight anyone. Theriac's just, like, uh, just existing mm-hmm. right now. You do hear just, like, Canis, Lupus, Homo, Sapien, Sapien. Sheriff, do take care of our friend Ig. We care about her a great deal. Don't worry, I, I will take good care of Ig while I'm up here. And uh, make sure she won't fall off. Uh, is, is you have ridden a horse before, haven't you? Who? What's a horse? <laughs> I mean, not a horse. I mean, a steed. You've ridden a steed before, haven't you? Uh, a steed, which is one of these large, beautiful creatures right here. Oh, um, I haven't had the pleasure. Is it? Does it like to be ridden or do? Ah, uh, this. Uh, <laughs> Thistlebrush loves giving rise, don't you, Thistlebrush? Oh, okay. I give it a little bit of a a, a, a scritch, like in achievement unlocked. Past Ig's anxiety check. <laughs> <laughs> give it a little scritch, and um, I didn't want to make a big show of it, but would Thistlebrush be? Afraid of any small creatures by any chance? Oh, afraid of small creatures? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't ever recall if this bush ever been spooked before. Okay. Cool. And I will just hop on the back of Thistlebush. All right. And he hops on the back of Thistlebush. All right, y'all ready to go? Mm-hmm. 
I lean over uh, to Sky the moment both of them are on the lizard. Okay, what is going on? Why are you acting like Ig? We need to get stuff done as quickly and efficiently as possible. Ig's method can work in the right context. I do not think that Sheriff here needs to be fooled into helping. I think it's just... No, but it can't can't hurt. Alright, if you want to act like a little bit of Cinderella rat, by all means. You all make your way to Neutrino Downs. Poncho wasn't lying when they said that the temperature is going to start dropping because even though it was so painfully hot earlier now it is the complete opposite the complete absence of everything has made the sand immediately cool as you are walking it it drops to if there was any moisture in the air it would be snowing it gets so cold huddling yourselves close it takes about two hours to see neutrino downs that it crests the hill a small broken rebuilt rinky dink little town you see a big sign holographic in the sky on almost one of those gas station turning signs big thing that says welcome to neutrino downs holographed as you get closer start hearing very light muffled music you see in this small town that surely can't fit a lot of people you see lights flooding out of the largest building in, in the town. Past these small little buildings, you see a very well-kept but makeshift farm. A few grazing, almost ostrich-sized birds. Big pill bugs that are playfully walking around. And a stable with a two, three, four of, of these same huge lizards, but all of them different from one another. As Poncho arrives into the, into the town, you can hear the music pouring out of the saloon and there is light and colour. It seems like a very a very lively place. Uh, there is it's it's filled with people laughing and talking amongst each other. Whoa. I ain't never been in a town before. Uh, in general, no. Oh, well. Well, welcome to Neutrino Down, Sky. It's... It's awesome. It's very different than... Where we were. Oh, yeah? Where we've been. Ike and I are from, like, a city planet. Hmm. God, a city folk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something about Neutrino Downs. Uh, we may not be a city, we may not have uh, tall buildings, but we got friendly faces, we got warm beds, and like I said, plenty of spots where you guys can get some supplies and rest up for the night. And a cool sense of fashion. I'm gonna need to get me a hat. Oh, if you need, uh, if we can thank get you, some clothes. We, can, Th- we got the general store not too, was next door to the, to the inn. Uh, see if I can get you all some clothes, uh- too, because... 
Well, I hate to tell you this, but, uh, looks like your, uh, your threads have been, uh, bit torn. Uh, they... Oh, well, I haven't even... Oh, this is... very disappointing. It's alright, I'll, I'll st stitch him up for you. Do you know the shopper personally? Oh, yes, I know. I know... I'm the sheriff of the town, so I try to make it my business to make sure I know everyone who lives who lives and works here. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, we're handling we have the haberdashery run by uh, run by Mr. Uh, Mr. and Mr. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Sandabam. Uh, they are they are wonderful. They're a wonderful couple. Wait, hold on, Mr. Mr. and Mr. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Mr. and Mr. and Mrs. Sandabam. They handle they handle uh, the haberdashery. They, it's a they're a nice little unit. They they love each other very much. But let me tell you something. They make the best hats you could ever see in this side of planet. He tips like this black leather hat that he has sitting on top of his head. It is very yeah, nice. Then we got then we got uh, oh then we got old Miss Wilkes. She handles uh the, the, she's the tailor of these parts. She can stitch you up a outfit, maybe a a scarf or a or my I suggest. Nothing is more better and efficient than a poncho. Well, I, I hate to ask any more of you, but would you be willing to introduce us to these shopkeepers and maybe explain the situation since you've seen it with your own well, eyes? I was gonna, We'd I really was, appreciate I, I was going to do it anyway because I, we have a small town and I, you eventually met everyone no matter what. So, yes, I will. Thank you so much. You're so kind. Uh, yes, it's well, like I said before, just doing my job. And he heads towards the inn and pushes the two doors open, like they swing open. And I like to think like the music stops. Um, as the music cuts out, everyone everyone turns to to Poncho and these these new people who no one's ever seen before walk in. Hello. <laughs> I no no I no. Oh my god. I no. Shut up. <laughs> oh my goodness. God, I, I love you. You're embarrassing me right now. Okay. Just lay, lay low. Lay low. <laughs> Folks, these are a crew of these are the people that uh, that crashed not too far from here. They need our help. Why don't we all treat them with the, we the love and respect that we would treat any stranger that comes through these towns that we want to make sure that they're healthy and safety. How, do we, how about we give them a nice, good old Neutrino Downs warm welcome? Oh, we didn't need an introduction. At, at the bar, at the very end, there's this, like, blue-skinned, very tall, muscular woman who raises a glass is like, yeah, yeah, and the the town like, yeah, yeah, and then music starts back up again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I don't know the song from Back to the Future 3, but if I sang it, I feel like we will get copyright strike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched a lot of movies that looked like this that could have gone really bad for us, I'm telling you guys right now. Well, I, it seems like Poncho is just a very good sheriff who knows the town really well. You should tell him that. Poncho? Uh, yes? It seems like you know your town very well. Um, uh, do you think that we have anything that we should be careful of? Um... Not to be disparaging or anything, it's just that we've been to places where it's tenuous or 
something like that. You're asking... I just make... uh, I think what you're asking and asking is if, uh, despite this town having its you know, wonderful acquaintance, you wonder if there's any bad gas here. Just wondering if there's anything we should avoid or, or be wary of. Of course, of course. Um, why don't you all sit down and get comfortable? Uh, can you give us a round of drinks, uh... For our, for our new friends, please. Uh, not you, you're underage. But uh, the, the rest of you... <laughs> the, the, the tall uh, Lushunta woman passes by the bar asking someone else to take over and walks over to the gang. Well, how did that poncho? You're getting off yourselves a little, uh, a little group of friends, is it? Well, you know what they say, a, friend, a stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet, but um, just people who need help out, in the, out there in the bluffs. You must be, you must be proprietor, right? That is correct. Zom. Todd Van, it's 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 nice to meet you. I am. This is my establishment. It's nice to have guests. We don't often see anyone else new, so it's always nice to see some fresh. And I'm sure you all look a little friendlier when you're a little more cleaned up. Uh, Oh, I I promise we're very friendly. My name is. Uh, I said, didn't I say Zom? My name's Zom. Uh, here's Sky. Furiac oh, is. Oh, interesting. And over here we've got Ike. Hell, the dear. It's a, it really is a pleasure to meet. Can I do a diplomacy check to just, you know, push off the friendliness? You don't. Re- you don't really need to. You friend of Poncho. You're a friend of uh, friend of the town. Bold of you, sir, to assume I'm under age. What's the legal drinking age here, ma'am? Legal drinking age here is 18. I'm 18. Sense motive. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be breaking no laws here. (laughs) I rolled a 10, though. (laughs) (laughs) When's your birthday? Every year. They were about to sit us down just to tell us the one rule you can't break is trying to drink underage. We allow everything in this town. Pistols at dawn. You can fight another member. But if you drink underage, we will kick you out of the town forever. (laughs) I'm just joking. I'm messing with you. Remind me, what is Sky's actual age? 17. Um, Sky, come on. Come on, dude, I'm sitting in a tavern that looks like this. I want a beer with the most foam possible. And I want to clink it together with somebody else, and I want the foam to go everywhere. I want to walk. I want to walk. Do, do I hear it? Do, do I, do I yeah, hear you s- can hear it. I want to walk into the saloon and have the piano stop. Oh, that's the vibe I want. I, I lean back. Uh, give her the give her the sarsaparilla. <laughs> good stuff. Give it, a, give, it, give it a good amount of head. <laughs> Right you are, Sharon. Sarsaparilla, I like the sound of that. That'll do, actually. Oh, Thank sarsaparilla? you, Sheriff. Sarsaparilla, now look, I, I get you may want to experience a nice frothy cup of beer, but let me tell you something about sarsaparilla. I loves me some sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla is sweet, syrupy, kicks the nice little bubbles in the back of the throat. If you get a good amount of foam on it, well, you'll see. Uh, when the sarsaparilla shows up, he takes the, takes a mug of it. Uh, do y'all, do y'all, come on, everyone, pick up, pick up your mug, sarsaparilla. Just a good amount of cold water would be great for me. Oh, okay. And uh, for my friend. Oh, cool. I want to partake in the cultural norms of the neutrino balance. Hell yeah, drink up, Theriac. <laughs> <coughs> Can I pour, like, a little into your roots? Yes. 
<coughs> okay. <laughs> May I propose I a toast? A toast. To the sheriff who saved our lives. To the sheriff. To the... We were... Were we that bad? I, I don't know if I've seen us worse. Dr. Theriac. The past tense is the only thing I would edit about your sentence. We're pretty bad. <laughs> well, I had faith. As you all... Oh, gosh. Cheers. There is a poof from outside. You hear from the open of the the doors. Sheriff! <sighs> Pulls out a watch. Dang. 11 p.m. <laughs> All right. Uh, which one of you boys is coming through my town this time? And he stands up and he heads towards the door. Uh, if you don't mind, I got some work I got to do. Uh, just take a second. I'll be right back. Do you need any help? Occupational rituals. I'm very excited. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, Sheriff. Do you need a deputy? Because, Sheriff, I'll let you know right now, I would die for that position. If it's open. At this point, like, the, the careful mask of, like, no pain, nothing's bad, just drops as I look at the sh- as Zom looks at the Sheriff and just... Gives him the look that fathers yeah, give yeah, exactly. when, you, when you're just like, just give it to him. Yeah, I, like, like, he matches Azad's look of like, and he turns around like, all right, well, if I'm going to get some work done, I am going to need me a second pair of eyes. And oh he does God. a thing where he's like, does anyone around here know where I can find me a second pair of eyes to help me out? I got two out? perfectly good ones right I here. I want to say that there's a moment where I, like, look around the bar, like, really, like, excited to see who's it going to be. And then turns back to see this guy sitting right in front of her. I will kill like, everyone oh. in this bar. I know I can do it. Don't test me. Okay, that's enough. That's too far. Too far. Mm. I did get a, I did get a little heated there. I'm so um, sorry. Yeah. He uh, looks looks Sky. All right. Oh uh, well, Sky. As dep- as is my duty and power given to me as a sheriff when you train her down. We don't have time for this. We gotta oh. catch some crooks, sheriff. Okay. No, there is not crooks. It's actually just some raft scallions. But uh, you are now deputy. Gives him a little tiny star. I'll learn the difference. Oh my god! I'll learn the difference eventually. She, she right. just gave me a little tiny star. Yeah, it's a little tiny deputy star. It says it says it's a little like plastic silver star that says <laughs> deputy on it. That you may think he has surplus of them. Well, Azad, no, Azad would know that he has surplus of these. Yeah, no, yes. there's there's so many. Yes. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. And he, and he looks back and like, should I give? I just start drinking water nonstop. <laughs> Ike does not look interested in that at all. She's just she's just looking very aware and like watching what transpires. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna yell out the door. 
This town ain't no, big enough for both of us. No, nope, 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 don't, don't, do, we don't, we don't do that here. And he do? walks, <laughs> walks past her, like pats her on the shoulder, walks past her going outside. <laughs> don't pat me on the shoulder. Just, God, just, just follow, so just follow my lead. Just follow my lead and just uh, got be got quiet it, and it, watch what happens. Roger, got, got it. Anything. You see in the, at the end of the town, three lizards and sitting atop is, one of them is the, is the Gripply, the, the toad humanoid that you saw earlier. Flanking either side of them are these two Vesk, bulky uh, lizard looking both of them are holding these these rifles almost playfully in their hands oh well i didn't know the monitor boys were out of were out of prison Andro, you took from the baron we we can't be having that i see uh Hey Charlie Monitor, how's uh, how's your mother doing? Did you make sure you wrote her as soon as you got out of prison? Yeah, she's very good, Poncho. Thank you. Okay, uh, Georgie, did you also write your mother? Uh, no, no, he didn't. Jo- Georgie, okay. All right, Georgie, Charlie, you know what's going to happen next, right? It's our hands are tied. We we heard. Baron is is mighty mad. All right. Well, if the Baron is that angry about whatever I took from him, um, just let him know he's not going to get it back, and let him know that what he wants, he's never going to get. No matter how many of you boys that he hires, pulls strings and bails out of the prison of the Huskals to put him in, put him on his side and in his pocket. This don't need to be a fight, Poncho. We're not here to burn down your little village here. Just here with a warning. And what's your warning this time? Baron's got big moves. Big moves that are happening fast. We don't want to repeat. What happened last time, do we? When he says that, um, whoever's outside with him, they would notice that his right hand twitches just a bit. And he relaxes. I'm right beside you. I'm the deputy. Oh, then Scott definitely saw that. You know, you, uh, Better pick your words better, Bigsley. If you talk more about those moments, you know, things may get a little bit dangerous. We're going to be coming back in a week. All right. We want at least two tons of... of trinium ore. Two tons? That's a lot of ore. You tell the Baron that he's not going to get his ore... 
and no matter what he does or says, he won't get his ore. So why don't you, like I said, leave? You two, Georgia, Charlie, you go ride your mama and tell the Baron that we're concluding business for the day. The sun's setting on your ride here, Sheriff. I want to make sure that you see the moon. I like to think I got a couple more hours left of dustfall. Come on, boys. The three men on the lizard's turn. They begin to ride off. I slowly take two grenades out of my pocket and look to the sheriff. Don't, no, no, wait, we don't need, we don't need any of that. Okay, okay. Uh, what happened last time? Uh, let's, let's go inside before I discuss about that one more. Okay. Walking back inside, Poncho, you're almost immediately met by... Uh, Peckin, a blue velociraptor-looking humanoid, this, like, long neck and these very sharp teeth. Pancho, they keep coming back to us. We gotta start taking some action. I, I know, I know, but you ain't fight. You know y'all ain't fighters. You know this for a fact. I can only do it. I can only do as much as I can to to to, to scare them off. They're getting more frequent. Their visits. They're stealing from us. I haven't heard from. I haven't heard from New Sands in in weeks. I don't think they're there anymore. And they were the last people who stood up. Pancho, we don't have a lot of time left. We don't have a lot of people. Sheriff, I I know that it's my first day on the job, but can I offer one piece of advice? One piece of advice that I know you'll have success in the palm of your hand. This is You only need to do one thing, and there will be nothing that can stop you from achieving your goals. I love that Sky's voice has changed to be southern. She is a deputy now. now. I'm a deputy. Deputy. <laughs> oh, deputy Sky. All right, uh, Sky. Well, what what is this advice you have? Tell Azam about it. Tr- trust me. Tell Azam what's going on in this town, and we won't leave until it's sorted, Sheriff. Whether any of us want to or not. <laughs> he looks at Sky. Then looks past Sky and Azam, who's probably still at the table just sipping water. Azam is fully pulled. He's, uh, he's set Theriac down beside him, and he's pulled off his scarf. And he's straight up, like, with with, uh, with a little ring in it, like, darning it. Yes! The hole closed. Oh, I love Azam so much. <laughs> and uh, it's funny, because the Baron... But he's barren of resources. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, Sheriff, is there a hospital in town? <laughs> or a greenhouse? This whole time. 
That was very, that was very cheeky. You didn't see. Oh my gosh, that took me out. That took me out completely. <laughs> that took me out. I can, Hold on. I can be oh, a, a kidder. <laughs> I mean, you remember when they were on smoke wine, right? I do. That was yesterday. Yeah, was... I think it might have not left the system and now that there's that's, half of them. That's true. Yeah. Ooh. Very funny, Theriac. And I just, like, go back to my darning. I'm not paying attention at all. I was, I thought the sheriff and Sky had things, so I'm like, head down. Everyone who was inside noticed that the music did quiet. Uh, the music kind of didn't necessarily stop, but it got a lot quieter, and a lot of the chatter got quieter as people like listened out. This is clearly something that they're used to, but still very scared of. Um, also because this is a well west uh, saloon there is people playing live music but they're all on like these like slightly more poppy futuristic instruments but still playing a very much a, a wild west tune but a futuristic one there you go i was expecting um good old fashioned jizz you know it's star wars jizz. Jizz? Yeah. It's jizz. <laughs> i i no love that is the word for it it is the yeah. word i know it, it is the bonkers. word for it um he looks at Sky, looks at Zan, goes, <clears throat> I get that, but y'all just got here. Y'all are y'all are busted up. I wouldn't want y'all to make our troubles your troubles. Sheriff, you see those three people at that table there? Yeah. They are good people. They are talented people. They are capable people. And I promise you cross my heart hope to die you aren't gonna lose those people trust me you'll see what i mean as soon as you tell azam about all this i have a feeling he's gonna take it very personally Hmm. all right he stands up if you say so he turns he walks over to the table grabs a sarsaparilla off the bar as he walks over, sits at the table sets it down <clears throat> I was told by Sky that um, if I talk to you about what the problems we have in, in our town it, I can trust you to get to help out how bad is it? alright well give you the uh, British version, uh, or do you want the long story with my whole convoluted backstory involved into it? That's the moment where Azam puts down the needlework and looks you in the eye. If it's bad enough, that Sky pointed you to me. Tell us the whole thing. Alright. <clears throat> well... The start is the fact that uh, I became the sheriff of this town because of Hap Anstance um, years, years ago. I came to this town along with my crew and uh, just came here just like you. We made a plan aside that we just needed a you know, place to stay, a place to relax. And eventually we 
got used to this place. It's, it's a beautiful town. What we didn't know, though, was, uh, well, this place is resting on some very, very important ore. You see, Neutrino Downs is one of the last few places on this planet that is rich with ore. That can pretty much, well, power anything that could power anything. As you see, we're a town in the middle of the desert, and you can see we're just as fine. It's because of the ore that we're sitting on that we mine out of every single day. The Baron, well, he wants that ore. There are a few towns left that were sitting on rich ore veins. And he went from town to town, either buying them out or just, well, hiring any kind of gunslinger or ne'er-do-well that was sitting up in the Hooskows and send them out the town to pretty much scare them from him. And, well, he thought that he could do to this town. And, well, me and my pals, we didn't take that too well. So we formed a bit of a last stand. And, uh... How many did you lose? There were seven of us. And you're the last. Yep. I'm the last one. As much as I don't want you... To get involved in my problems. I feel like I... I feel like I won't get anything done unless I just ask for help, so... I'm asking you. You got involved in our problems, so we owe you one. Can you tell us about them? The Baron and... And, and all? We have very... Assorted skills. So maybe, maybe there's something that could help. Well, I'll say this: the Baron is—he's powerful. He's rich. Got money. They got money they could just throw around to anyone. And when you got that kind of money and you want more money, you'll do whatever you can to obtain that money. He's not beneath of hiring, like I said, crooks. Thieves and murderers just to get the job done. I will say that uh, the gentleman is out. They don't got the. He doesn't got many skills, but he is very formidable in hiring people who do have skills. And I get the feeling that if he dropped this one week timeline, he's gonna probably recreate the last stand that was happened before. If that happens. It's going to be a whole bunch of people coming through. With the full intent to wipe out everyone here in this town so he can just move on in. Alright. First thing tomorrow, we collect our provisions, send them over to Scrap, so we can repair as much of a patchwork as we can, and you and I start working on defenses. Alright, that's the case then. He reaches into his pocket and he sets down four tin stars. I need your badge back, uh, Sky. What did you wrong? Well, you're no longer a deputy. What? Why? Well, because 
all four of you are official lawmen of this town. And he slides four martial badges to you guys. I think you might just have got an upgrade. Sky. Is Marshall cool and bigger than a deputy? Yeah. I like the sound. Definitely. I really like the sound of deputy, though. Deputy. You could still sheriff call yourself deputy, deputy if you'd like. I shot the sheriff. Couldn't shoot the deputy, you know. <laughs> Doesn't sound quite right with I shot the marshal, you know. Yeah, just, yeah, no, you're still deputy, but now you get a better start. Can I be a marshal and a deputy? Yeah, deputy, yeah, definitely. Deputy, and, don't be okay. a deputy to me. Aww, <laughs> Ike. Oh, you're so cute. I'm gonna take the Marshall badge. Cool. Does this mean I get to kill? Doctor? Do I get to murder? <laughs> First, Firiac, you're going to regenerate, and then we'll talk about you killing. Okay. What time is it? Uh, it's, it's midnight. It's roughly about 11.30. Uh... People are, like, are leaving, going to bed. Uh, Peckin, who is the blue velociraptor, is still, like, at a table. They're still up. There is a... Uh, Tidevan is... Uh, the Lushunta is, is still at the bar. There's a... This, like, black scorpion-looking humanoid talking to uh, the bar lady as well. But everyone else is kind of... Is, is has, has left. Hey, hang on. I'm gonna get us a room. Be right back. You catch the... T- like, the... the the back end of a conversation um the the black scorpion uh humanoid speaking to the uh uh Tyvan who has introduced himself earlier like I just think it's silly that we don't just up and go to them and like I know sweetie but it's hey there darling hi how you doing I'm good you in what army buddy where are all these people? You think you're gonna up and go straight Let's, to him? I gonna slide ahead to waiting. cover my deputy badge. I think waiting the seven days is. Uh, we've only just recovered from last time. I a few of us at least think that going out might be best. We lost Nutsans and. We think we've lost Newt Sands anyway. Ah, oh, classic Newt Sands. Listen, I'm on board with this plan, but I just need to know what the plan is. How many guys we got? How many guys they got? They look over to Poncho. One. I'm not very good with a gun, but I'm smart. I have... I can I, I tell. Run, I run the uh, the brewery. What you drinking is mine. Um, it just it's. I feel like a an attack now will. I don't know. I'm not a. He's not a. Bless him. Kizan is not a. Uh, is is not a fighter, but they're very. 
they care a lot about stuff. But how, darling, how can I help you? What, what can I, what can I do you for? I just need a. How much for a room for four? Oh, your friends of Pancho's. We don't need no. We don't. We don't need no money. No, no, no. I'm gonna give you money. I don't like owing people things. Well, surely we'd be uh, we'd be owing you. I saw you walk out the walk out there with the sheriff. It must mean okay, that you're so we both agree that in some way. So we both agree that us helping the sheriff is the payment for the room. Yeah. And our contract is complete. Sure. P- pleasure doing business with you, ma'am. It's a pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> hey, uh, what was your name? Scorpion Man? Uh. Cousin. Cousin. K apostrophe Z I N. Cousin. Well, Curzon. <laughs> if, uh. I like your plan, dude. You just let me know if you get more people in on it, eh? Everyone who could possibly be in on the plan is sat at your table, I think. How do you feel about, uh. infiltration? double agent kind of thing. I'm we might not, not have enough manpower to I'm attack. Not. I'm not talking about you, Curzon. I'm saying you, you're you the brains right now. Poncho what, is what? the brains. I am a... I have... I, there is ways that we can help. We'll do whatever we want for Poncho. Poncho has saved us countless times. I'm... I just don't know if waiting is the best call. That's what... I'll talk to Poncho, but, uh... You got a card or something, Curzon? Right, you, you own the brewery, so we'll find you, you can there. You just come by the brewery and you'll find All me. All right, I like you, Curzon. You've got a good aura uh, about you, dude. Thank you, I like you, too. Be seeing you around. Ma'am. There's a new deputy in town. <laughs> Go back to the table. <laughs> Got us a room. That's good. How did we pay? Uh, by helping the sheriff. Oh. Oh yeah, y'all, well, y'all we... are, y'all are helping us out. I, I would, I wouldn't want y'all to pay for room. Oh, officially working for the town. Um. So, why did the people that work for the Baron work for the Baron? Because <laughs> the Baron can give them money. Is that it all? Yep, that's it. You give someone money, they'll do anything you want. Especially on a planet like this. Because if you notice, there's well, not a lot of resources around here. So if you got hmm. money and you can pay for getting off the planet, paying for supplies to come in and out, well, if you got enough cash around here, you can do whatever you want. It's a sad truth about it. Our planet's about the same. I think sometimes there's more than just money. They well, um, if you feel there's more they... than money, I could probably uh, we could assume when it comes to situations like this. You hire someone fresh out of the fresh out of jail. Of course, they're not going to have much job opportunities. 
So he takes mm. advantage of that. Being the fact that there aren't many towns around here, when you come out of jail, there's only two people you can turn to. The nearest town you can go to, or the Baron who can guarantee you work. It's less of a thing of money, but also a thing of having control over your own life. People like that feeling. Then, can we replace that in some way? Is there anything we can... That's a problem, Mike. Technically speaking, this person's weak point is their pocketbook, right? Exactly. And this town is what would fill their pocketbook. The only thing that can hurt a Baron is not losing this place to it. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, I know the game of this place too well. Look, we're all haggard and tired. We should get some rest. And uh, set your uh, set your armor aside. I can patch up the holes. I. Okay. Uh, take Veriak. Uh, I should probably have a word with the sheriff. I'm, I guess I'm going up to bed. Yeah, I'll go too. I'll take Theriac. Hey, uh, uh, Sheriff, mm-hmm. just so we can avoid the area, do you know where the Baron hangs out? Well, the Baron, uh, definitely <laughs> does not hang out any, anywhere near here. Definitely a s- several hours trip far from here. Uh, if you look out towards, you probably can't see it from here, but, uh, Keep on heading north, you'll see a big old city. That's where the Baron resides. Ah, okay. Figured that one. I wasn't on that one, but... <laughs> um, the, the Baron doesn't necessarily have, like, a place that they stay. They're, like, heard to, like, be bouncing around all over the place. They have gone inside New Moors occasionally, yeah. but New Moors is, like, a... Uh, that city, it's it's like almost bubbles and barely anyone knows what goes on inside it and that is like a couple of weeks trip away. Um, that's like very far. But uh, uh, the Baron himself, you have kind of heard mixed reports as to where they are, but a city like, there is a city like hours and hours away um, that is what Poncho being on this planet would consider a city but it is not necessarily what Sky, Iger's Arm, and Theriac would consider a city. It's like, it's bigger and has more places to shop and go around. It has a bank. Uh, it interacts and gets trade in, but isn't like a big futuristic thing. It's, I think, still very Wild West 1980s city rather than a um, 1980s? No, 1800s. 1980s city. A 1980s city. No, 1800s city. <laughs> Like an 1800 city, a, a classic. Not even that. The classic, like Wild West thing, rather than yeah. anywhere else. Yeah, like a like a fresh up and coming city. Very much so. That's a great Got way it. of putting it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <sighs> From reports say that they could be out there, but uh, who knows? Okay, a little more of a trip than I thought. I was gonna sneak out. I have an idea for a double agent thing, but we'll cover that tomorrow. Uh, excuse me. Good night, y'all. <laughs> All right. Whereabouts do you live, Sheriff? Ah, uh, 
I live here in the live here in the town. Uh, got a house on the edge of the property. Let's walk over. Come on. Yeah. I could use a nice bit of fresh air. Oh, yeah, sure. And uh, gets up, heads, pays the, uh, the tab, and he'll walk outside and he will take Thistle. lead them through the streets to a small little uh, house that is kind of like on the edge of the city, of the town. It's a quaint little house. You see it has a mailbox, a nice little fence around it. It has a porch, a nice little hitching post to tie up Thistlebrush. And there's a rocking chair on the front porch. You see also, like, uh, leaned up against the wall is a really, really old-looking rifle that doesn't look like it has been used in who knows how long. He will head up to the front door. He unlocks it and uh, heads on inside, doing the cute little hop-hop-hop walk. Share this place with anyone? The person who lives here with me, they are... They aren't here right now, but, um, that's another story. So what did you want to talk about? Well, I wanted to talk about how this place can be defended, or if you want to take a fight to the Baron, but hold up. I know that face. I've had that face. What happened? I'm not going to say that it was one side. It wasn't a one-sided fight at all. It was just... There were so many of them, man. It was just... I was saying about... 20 of them came through. Just a bunch of hired guns. We thought... Well, we did defend it just well, but... Just the numbers were overwhelming. There are plenty of places around here we could fortify, put traps, uh, station a couple of watchtowers, but the people here aren't soldiers. They aren't fighters. They aren't, they're just people trying to live their lives. I know how to work with that. I'm talking about what happened to your partner. Well, what, do, what do you mean, what happened to my partner? You used to share this place with someone. They're not around anymore. I've seen that face. Another story, sure, but if you want to talk about it, I feel like you need to talk about it. Well, the person that was, used to be the deputy of this town, he stands up, walks over, hop, 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 to a little cabinet, opens it up, Pulls out a bottle of brown liquid, another little, a little tiny shot glass, pops it open with his tiny cute little mouth, holds the bottle with two hands because he's a tiny cute little Jaboa rat, and he pours himself a shot, holds up a little shot glass like this. It was just too much for him. They couldn't handle it. I wanted to go away, didn't they? 
talked about taking you with them. They said a lot of things. They would talk about, you know, maybe I'll do this one day. You know, maybe I'll go to the far side of the planet, see, see how far the desert goes. You know, maybe take a, maybe lead some pill bugs and do the pill bug run, you know. Lead the pill bugs about the plane to help them graze. They had a lot of things they wanted to do, but just the life of a deputy really wasn't something they really aspired for. But I told them, I, I said to them myself that if I'm not here, then Who's the job gonna fall on? Who's gonna protect this town from not just the Baron, but anyone? So, uh, when I told them that, they turned in their badge. And then they left Planet Side to go see their mom, and they're coming back in a couple of weeks, uh, you know. <laughs> You see kind of like as he's talking, you like as you're panning around the room, then you then notice you see like a lot of pictures of Poncho looking very happily married with another with another Isoki, just looking very happy. There's no like signs of like of they were gone or they passed. Plenty of wonderful pictures full of happy memories around this place, but you get the feeling it's like he said, they just didn't want to be a deputy anymore, so they turned in their badge. It's just that maybe Pancho took it a little bit too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Look, every single couple relationship I've ever seen, even mine, they come across a crossroads. You know, you have different wishes for the future, or you have different uh, goals for yourself. Me... I was a man with a plan, all my life. So much so it took me away from my partner. It just happens sometimes, but it's not personal. It just means that you're both growing together and it's leading you down slightly different pathways. Still parallel, still together, but you know. Suppose you're right. They're an amazing gun. They're an amazing shot, though. That rifle was that you saw outside was theirs. Hopefully they can make it back before, um... The week's end. Yeah. Here's hoping they do come back. Uh, honestly, I do miss them. They left two days ago. They'll come back. Oh, no, no, I, I know they'll come back. She she says she's going to come back. Uh, like I said, she's just out visiting her mother uh, on another planet. You're lucky. She's coming back. Not everyone is so lucky. You know, I'm going to... I'm going to ask you now, uh, was there a... Uh, or is there someone important to you? Hmm. Yeah. 
was. I was engaged. And, uh, was it, uh... Did they leave, or was it, uh, you know... Were they taken? They weren't the ones who got taken. He hop, hop up over to the cabinet, pulls out another glass. This one is a little bit bigger. Uh, I don't drink. Oh. But I appreciate the offer. Of course. Uh, maybe some, some sarsaparilla then? Sounds nice. Pours a little bit of sarsaparilla in a cup. Slides it over to you. It's been decades. Well, how about this? Toast, then. Uh, To new pals. And the people that mean a lot to us. That aren't with us anymore. To new friends and old friends. Cheers. Cheers. Ah, that's the good stuff. Ah, the sarsaparilla is real good. It's so foamy. I know. No. Tell you, it's the good stuff. I mean, gotta gotta let it go down easily. Let the bubbles go to your head. Woo! <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> Woo! Oh, it's a kick. And as the pair of you share this drink and laugh together, is there any other scenes that anyone would like to do? Um, just like, are, are we all in? We're we're not all in the same room, or are we? No, you're in you're in different rooms. We're in different rooms. You can share a room if you'd like. You kind of have... You walk upstairs of the saloon and every room is free. Really, no one... No one passes through here. There's nowhere to go. So they kind of built... You get the idea that they built these rooms in hope that someone would visit, but no one really does. Each room has a thick layer of dust in each of them. All of them are well kept. The sheets are folded, but you get the sense that after changing the sheets every day and you know, this turned into years that there was there was really no one no one was coming. So they left it. You can tell that there are some sheets that are that are you know, the how the sun like drains colour. The sun has just kind of drained color over like specific parts as the as you know the same the same sun has just risen and 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 fallen in the same part of of some sheets. So you you have free reign of any bed. So Ike will I think go into a room and close the door, make sure it's locked behind her and take Verbal out and 
set them free. I'm so sorry. I don't know if everyone's going to be okay with you. I certainly wasn't sure if that lizard was going to be okay with you. Um, but just... I think... I think we might need to work on something. And I want to see if Verbal can help me determine how much access to, like, electricity we have uh, around this building. Okay. Uh, give me a... Give me a computer's check, please. Yeah, hey. computers, as you're, like, feeling the the energy mm-hmm. around you. 29. 13 plus 19. Is the... that, right? <laughs> yeah. No, that's, uh, that's 32, but... Okay. Oh, there you go. It's grand. It still gets it by you a lot many. <laughs> you win by the... I feel like else. you're still good. Yeah, you're still oh, six, six, 16. These are new dice. 16 plus 13. That's 29. That's 29. That's 29. Yeah. That's 29. That's 29. You have a really bizarre sensation here. As there are things that you can interact with, you can see and feel the like energy of the universe, but they're not necessarily threads. The thread to each thing is is small, tiny. You can barely see it. It's it's weak, but when it connects to a thing, it is like the metal ingrained within certain parts of this structure, specifically, are like giving off like this large electrical like power source it's almost like the metal itself is a power source but in terms of like high high technology that you're used to connecting with you can't really feel anything to the point where there's not i mean there are but it's not really satellites in the sky flying around this planet at least not where you are everything is 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 dusty and old and nothing is high tech everything that this metal that you can sense you can almost see this metal is the technology almost it is giving things power but it itself is not necessarily technology there is a silence that you can feel around you. You can still see stuff, like when you're on the patchwork, there are threads everywhere, multicolored, and it was connected to all these different different things, but here it's like all of the threads are very weak, but they are still hitting kind of the same things. Am I kind of making sense as to what I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I will scoop Verbal back up after they've investigated, give them a little piece of cheese, and say okay interesting but I think we can we can figure something out 
I have, I have maybe an idea. And she gives the purple a little tickle. And uh, we'll get some rest. May I say, Sky, holding Dr. Theriac in the pot, behind her, hears Ig's door close and goes, Oh! I definitely thought Ig was gonna take you with them. Uh, Doc, what is your self-diagnosis? Can I just plop you down in your own room or do you need to be, like, supervised? I'm sleepy. Okay, I guess you're coming with me. Okay. Good thing I don't like alone time or anything. And plop him down on the dresser in our room. You, you, got a friend in me. <laughs> you got a friend in me. That's I'm just a, imagining. That seems like a song. Theriac, what's two times two? Uh, a number. Ah, what, what, what's your favorite part about this town? I liked that lizard. <laughs> what was the question I just asked you? The number one. You think you're going to remember any of this tomorrow? What? <laughs> you got a friend in me too, Theriac. Okay. I'm just, I'm just imagining guy popping out of the backpack <laughs> tomorrow morning, and like tomorrow morning you just see him sprucing up Theriac like he's a pot plant. <laughs> right, I'm gonna go to bed, Doc. Good night. Don't die on me overnight. Wait, where are we? We're oh in a saloon of some kind. Okay. 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 Do you need water? Fertilizer? Uh, mm. <laughs> water? Okay, thank God, because I was so scared you were going to say fertilizer, and I don't know where the fuck I'm going to get that. It's a good thing you wouldn't remember what's going on tomorrow anyway. Okay. <laughs> Theory act some water. <laughs> you go downstairs and, uh,. Uh, you go downstairs and talk. Hey, I gotta go downstairs for water. There's. It's, God, it's... I'm starting to actually miss Saga. <laughs> you do. You have to. You go downstairs. There's a. Uh, um, there is like quite literally a uh, a pump that's uh, next to it, and and Tidevin is is cleaning up, and she's like, "Oh, dude, you can just. It's all right. I got some here. You don't need to pump every time. You just need to pump to get the water in the system, and then." Okay, so I, I can just take the cup? Yeah, you can have that cup. Thank you, ma'am. I needed to get a hat. Deputy. It'll, it'll probably look cooler. Deputy. Yes, it is I, Deputy Sky. <laughs> Good night, ma'am. Night night. Uh, Azam comes home late, obviously. Home. Azam comes to the saloon late, obviously. Um, he 
double checks to see if I left out her jumpsuit or put it on a bed that I guess is his. And if she did, uh, he spends the evening just patching things up, not making a, some good seams, clearing up the rips, and then <clears throat> with a grunt, he just goes to bed. And as our our newly formed crew, and actually, as our deputies, our marshals, our posse, Lauren, posse. posse, as this, as our posse settles down for the night, that is where we're going to leave our little story here today. There we go, and we'll be and we'll be and we'll be picking it up next time as we're in our Wild West arc gang. Oh my god, I have so many ideas! I'm so at dawn. It's all excited. <laughs> Hello there, beautiful, wonderful people. Thank you so much for listening to the Animalist. Before I get on with our normal announcements uh i just have to thank sunny 420 daniel neruda and noah who are part of our patrons who have helped sponsor this episode and help us keep going if you want to be part of the people who we shout out feel free to go to our patron which is patreon.com forward slash the animals i'm pretty sure and then go find, and then go to the uh tier that gets a little shout out and you can hear your name coming out of my delicious mouth what a weird way to segue into our music today was provided by Artlist under their fair use license. Um, if you'd like to listen to the actual plays, so basically just the recording of this show before the music's added in, the mechanics are taken out, before it becomes this improvised audiobook, uh, and you want to see our beautiful, beautiful faces, head on over to The Animus on YouTube for all the videos, as well as little edited clips and animatics that our beautiful one from Momo O'Brien has made. It's just, oh, it's just the perfect thing. And speaking of Patreon, I know I've already mentioned it, but we have a Patreon where you can get little sneak previews, um, little extra things, merch can be found. Speaking of merch, we've teamed up with a familiar shop to make some animal themed soaps. So you can smell like a member of the patchwork. Each member has made a soap themed around their character. So Sky made uh, strawberry, Azami's bonfire, and insects. Oh, delicious. I guess cotton candy, Theriac isn't garlic, which is a shame, but is actually eucalyptus and bergamot, which is so fancy. If you want to smell like the idea of the team, then head on over to the familiar shop on Etsy to do that. Our players today were Momo O'Brien playing Sky, Super Dylan playing Ig, Nordine Lucadir, who is Werewolf Fields on socials, who played Azam, Andre Rivera Art, who played a wonderful garlic theriac, me, Matthew Egbert, Captain Creel on all things, who did the voices and all the pew-pews, and favorite non-binary slime our first ever guest wally clap 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 who's who's wally and you can find wally everywhere um thank you so much for listening i love you guys so much i appreciate you um it's so fun to be back this is officially like a season two a our our start into a new era of the animus i'm so excited for you to be here i will see you in a little bit and i hope the next time you fly through the animus sea you'll be there to fly with us thank you guys <gasps> I'm a shit, I'm a shit, I'm a shit, I'm a shit, I'm a shit.